Hello and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the podcast where a bunch of grapes get together and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Ben and today I'm drinking water and locked in with me this week we have... Hi, I'm Chris and I'm drinking a rum and coke. And I'm Alice and I'm drinking a vodka and lemonade. Ooh, very mm-hmm. So, how does it work? Each week we'll get locked into one of the Infinite Escape Rooms and many themed escape rooms. We'll have to solve a series of puzzles in order to escape. Puzzles plucked from the tree outside. If we get stuck, we can ask for a clue, but that will add a minute onto our time. If we don't escape within an hour, then terrible things shall befall us. So, are we ready? Yeah. Yes. Let's enter the infinite escape room. This week, we find ourselves in a damp, yet freshly smelling corridor. There are plant cuttings along the floor, doors leading to brightly lit rooms on either side, and the smell of ammonia and manure. We must be in a botanical greenhouse. It seems that the gardeners have left their prized produce for a nearby Alan Titchmarsh convention, but we'd best escape before they come back and garrote us with twine. Behind us is our escape, bound and locked by three whimsical padlocks. Let's escape. So before us, we have three doors. We have a door to the tropical biome, a door to the desert biome, and a door to the temperate biome. What do we fancy? Anyone mind? if we do the tropical biome first so biodome because I'm as you can tell I'm drinking the rum a little bit too quickly yeah that's fine I'd like to Uh, to speak let's uh, let's go to the tropical biodome this is my puzzle I can can hear the guitar noise in my head you walk into a tropical biodome and immediately confronted with a thick wall of trees bushes and vines. There is a path to the left, and a path slightly further ahead to the right. What do you want to do? Okay, Uh, what do you reckon, Alan? Shall we try the one to the right first? Yeah, let's let's, uh, let's try the right, please. So you walk down the path a little bit, take a right, um, and you can see another path going forward, at the end of which there appears to be a a way to the left and a way to the right. Oh, right, okay. Right again? You walk down the path, you take right, and you find yourself in a dead end. Mm. Can we double back and take the left? Yep. Yeah. So you turn around and you take the left and you now see that you can go down a long sort of line with like vines and bushes and trees either side of it or you can go to the left again. So it's sort of kind of doubling back on where you originally came from but a bit further over. I feel like he's described like the path down with the vines that kind of down there. Yeah, let, let's go down the path of the vines, please. So you go down the uh, path of the vines, and you find an opening uh, on the sort of left-hand side uh, that leads through to another path where you can go left or right. Mm. Left. Let's if go we left. Go left we're going to end you go, back at the start, aren't we? You go. You go through, and you go left, and uh, you find it's a dead end immediately. Okay. So we'll double back and go to the right. Uh, you go to. You, you double back, go to the right. You go round a little bend, and you find it's another dead end. Oh, okay. Could we go all the way back along the bit with the vines and take the the left at that point? You certainly can. You go back there and you go through a sort of zigzaggy bit, like a, an S bend, mm. and then you come to a door. Oh. Is there a handle on the door? You come across it's a locked door. In front of the door is a monkey. He is holding a key. What do you want to do? Throw Alid at the monkey and get him to snatch the key. As soon as you get close to throwing Alid at the monkey, the monkey swallows the key. <gasps> oh, this is the hospital <laughs> over again. There's going to be an autopsy. <laughs> Quick, Alid, did you pack laxatives. the um, the laxatives? <laughs> no, I thought you did. Uh, has the monkey run away or is it still there? Monkey's still there. He's just okay. standing calmly by the door. Alid, what are you thinking? Um, right, he swallowed the key. If we try and approach him again, what happens then? Uh, if you approach him again, then uh, he, he stands there looking at you. 
can we like pat him on the head? He, yeah, you pat him on the head. He he seems to enjoy it. He seems quite happy, quite friendly with you. But um, he doesn't do anything else. Do we grab him by the feet, turn him upside down, and shake him really hard? I'm not sure that swallowing things works like that. <laughs> that's in the cartoons. <laughs> but we could try. I mean, it's a monkey. <laughs> oh well, that's okay. Yeah. Then, yes. Um, <laughs> are we able to to do as Alan said? To pick him up. To pick him up and. Uh, uh, hang him upside okay, down by his him ankles. Up, you grab him by his ankles. He, he's resisting a lot. He's clawing at you. He's just trying to bite you. He is not happy. Uh, and you, you shake him a bit and nothing happens. And then you put him... I assume you put him back down. And he's now very aggressive towards you. He doesn't like you. So, I'm wondering... Not that it's been described to us, but I'm wondering if, perhaps, being the tropical biodome maybe we might find some bananas that we can feed him or something just to you know make him a bit more friendly i think we might need to explore a little bit more so unless alan has a better idea my thinking is we ought to go all the way back to the start and take a left turn okay then you go all the way back to the start you take a left turn uh you go around a little corner and you can now uh you notice there's a dead end straight on right but there's a hole in the um vines to your left do you want to go through that that Gap. Yeah, sure. Ben, you should go, go through, through the, the gap. You follow it round, and you go round another corner, and you find a dead end. Interesting. Okay. So basically, we have a number of dead ends and a door with an angry monkey. Is that just? Yep. Okay. You haven't explored everywhere yet. You've explored all the paths. Oh, okay. As in, we can we can go off the path. No, you've explored all the paths you can get you can get to. Right. But in terms of you, you've walked them. But you haven't asked me if there's a banana tree anywhere. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, is there a banana tree anywhere? They, they did. You happen to remember there was a banana tree right next to the monkey. Could we please go back to the monkey and take one of the bananas off the tree? Sure. You take one of the bananas off the tree, and I assume you want to offer it to the monkey. Oh, of course. Yes. You uh, give the banana to the monkey. He takes it. He looks very happy with you, and he reaches into his throat starts as like a bit of that gagging reflex you know, uh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. so that was one for the listeners there lovely um and, and he pulls out a key Ooh. which he gives to you oh no i've just worked out the pun for the key there's no pun associated with this key okay it's just it's just a key can we take the key and put it in the door you put it into the door open the door and you see in front of you a long corridor with an opening on the right and another opening further down on the right let's have a look at the first right on our way to the second right uh, could you describe what so we might go, see looking down you go to the entranceway to the uh, to the right you don't want to go through you just want to have a look yeah just have a look yes you have a look and you can see more vines and a, a turn to the right okay and if we have a wander up to the second right what can we, uh, what can we see you see a, a longer corridor and another turn to the right at the end of that and there are no turns to the left along this corridor, is there? Uh, no. Are there any signposts on the wall to identify what's down these uh, paths? No. Is there a banana tree? No. <laughs> is there a monkey? <laughs> no, there's no monkeys. There's just the, just vines, just bushes, trees, all kind of growing into each other. So my thinking is then, let's go back to the first right and head down that. Sure. So you head down that, you take a left, and you come to a wide opening. And just above the opening... Leading out of this uh, growth of uh, trees and bushes is a single metal object hanging from a vine. You have found the vine key. Yeah. So you walk out through the opening. There's a wide area and there's a door at the other side. You walk through the door and you're now out of the biodome. Fantastic. I'm, um, I don't know about you, both of you, but I'm kind of fancying the desert biome next. Yeah, desert biome seems like a good idea. 
Um, can I take a toilet break before we do it? Yeah, sure. Of course you may. The toilet's to the left. <laughs> Brilliant, thank you. I'm back. Hello, Chris. Shall we do the desert biome? This is my puzzle. So, you open the door into the desert biome and you're greeted by a glass ceiling and a somewhat sparse desert scenario in front of you. You see one path in front of you snaking away into the distance. To your right there is a pedestal with a clipboard on it. To your left is a trough with a few miscellaneous items in it and then there are some random desert plants on each side of the path. When you say this sort of stakes off into the distance, what sort of distance are we uh, are we talking about? Ten feet until it hits the wall. It's a very small. Bio. Okay, right. Cool. I, I think uh, maybe having a look at these miscellaneous items would be um, yep. would be a good idea. The trough itself hasn't got any soil in it. Um, it's like a planting bed. There is an empty glass jug and a potting trowel. What do you reckon, Chris? I am. Um, no idea. What about having a look at the clipboard? So look on the clipboard, and it's a shift handover. Uh, attached to it and it reads the cacti have been watered everything else still needs water though cheers is there any sign of water nearby no there's not um presumably the empty jug had water in it but ran out hence why nothing else has been watered okay so i've just been to the toilet but ben <laughs> hasn't do you think that would work ben i mean i'm, I'm sure that it would are you, are you um, up to giving it a go yes although i am going to have to ask the both of you to put your fingers in your ears and look the other way I'll, I'll manage the look in the other way are you a bit are you a bit nervous just a little bit no i don't think i can do this on air <laughs> <laughs> sorry dear listeners i can't do it um right uh and so if we have a look around the um the the room then um there's definitely no sign of a tap. No, there aren't. There's no tap. Okay. And what other plants aside from cacti do we have? So, there are two cacti. One is the one you see in all the uh, Roadrunner cartoons with like, the arms and all the rest of it. Another one is a bouldery shaped cacti. You've got what look to be extremely tall marigolds. There seems to be some sort of reedy things like grass and to the side of the grass there appears to be a small gathering of stones can you like cut a cactus open in a way that gets the water do we need to do we need to water the cactus as well well so i thought note said that they'd already been watered the cacti have been watered and we have yes. to water the others presumably um i'm pretty sure that if you're stuck in the desert you can um you can get water from cactuses, cacti. Although I feel that doing it in this particular instance yeah. kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, I agree. Presumably they die. <laughs> would you like to have another look at the plants? Yeah, go on then. Which one would you like to look at? The marigolds. As I said, the marigolds are rather tall. Looking up at them, you can see the leaves are somewhat transparent and they do they would hold water if there was water to give them. In mm. one of them, you can see a slight shadow. Can I have a look right. at the leaf that has the shadow? You can crane your neck up, and it has what looks to be a key-shaped item in it. Oh, so we've got to water the marigolds, which I assume will fill up the leaves and cause the key to drop. That um, that sounds. Wait, how thin are marigolds? Can I just pull them down? No, you can't. It's a biodome. That would be damaging the product. What happens if I don't care? Then you don't leave. Hmm. Right. Um, could we move on? Uh, can we inspect these stones? Sure. So.
So you go to lift the stones out from the ground and realise that they are actually plants. They're living stones. Okay, and um, and can we have a look at the reeds, please? They're just grass things. Desert grass. Okay, so they're not like um, not like the the reeds that cartoon characters use to breathe underwater with. No. Okay. Do you have any tools? Sorry, can I go back to the other bit? What, what was in the? Um, so in the uh, planter, as you walk in, there was a empty glass jug and a trowel. Yeah. Mm. Can we use it to get into the cactus? You could try. Would you like to? Yes, please. But but before we do, could we make sure that wherever we insert the uh, the trowel, we put the the glass jug underneath, yes. just in case anything spills yeah, out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yes, you can. So you take the trowel and the glass jug over to the cacti, and you stab the cacti with the trowel with the jug underneath. By doing so, the water that's in the cacti starts filling the jug. Hey. Yay! Right, can we uh, can we water the marigold with the key shadow on it? You can, uh, Chris. That may have to be you. I don't think Ben can reach. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> no problem. Anytime. So, Chris. Oh, uh, this, this is quite easy. It's quite comfortable. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, you water the marigold that has the key in it, and by doing so, you fill the plant and the key rises to the surface and plops into your hand. You have found the cact key. Yeah. Have you found the cact key? You leave the desert biome and return to the corridor. Okay, so um, I think we've got the uh, the temperate biodome next. Yep. Um, and that is my puzzle. You walk into the temperate biodome and the door snaps shut. It's a heavy iron door. Uh, you don't quite know what really is required to uh, keep behind a heavy iron door. The room feels uh, sort of quite warm. It's uh, very much like the, the desert biodome. It's uh, got glass walls and ceiling. To the left of you is some general shrubbery. Um, to the right of you there's also some general shrubbery that sort of curves around the uh, the rest of the room. To your far left, there is a table with a, with a sign on the wall and uh, you notice that by the door, to the left hand side of the door um, there is a small plaque and uh, like a little uh, numpad. Uh, what would you like to do? Can I go and read the sign please? Uh, the sign above the table? Yes please. It's a sign that explains how the petals on some plants uh, follow the Fibonacci sequence and on the table you see some models of a what looks like a sunflower. Uh, one's got a single petal, then another's got two, then another's got three, then another's got five. And it also has some examples of flowers that follow the Fibonacci sequence. So you've got a lily that has got three petals, a buttercup that's got five, and the daisy uh, often has 55 petals. Can I seem somewhat ignorant and ask what the Fibonacci sequence is? So luckily the... Mm. Uh, <laughs> so Ben and I have probably multiple times implemented programs to do this. The board gives you the first few numbers of the Fibonacci sequence and tells you that the Fibonacci sequence is basically the two preceding numbers added up together. To give the so next to give the next number. So it gives you you start out with one one. So the next number in the sequence is two. 
you then get 1 and 2 next to each other. So the next se- number in the sequence is 3. Then the next sequence is 5 because 2 plus 3 gotcha. and so on. So 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13. So how many did you, petals did you say were on a lily? Uh, lily had 3. And a daisy had 55. Daisy often has 55. Was sunflower listed as an example? There are models of a number of sunflowers on the table. Whereas the other plants, the lily, the buttercup and the daisy are actually on the table and have some some gump about them on the on the sign for instance stating that a lily has three petals there is four plastic uh, sunflowers illustrating one two three and five petals uh, as the sunflower grows and they're not laid out on the table in any particular order uh, one two three and okay. five they're just left to right chris did you want to have a look at this pin on the plaque as you walk in um yeah i'm assuming it's a keypad but let's go and take a look so you uh, wander back over to the to the door and you can see that there is um, a little plaque that says Locks of New York, installed 11-23-58, presumably an American date. And next to that is a uh, small pin pad. It looks like it takes uh, six digits. Uh, underneath it is a small tray. Can I just try putting 1, 2, 3, 5, 8? You mean 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8? Yeah, let's do that. 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8. You uh, tap in 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8 and hit the little enter key and um, it just sort of flashes at you and disappears. So what's with the flowers? So we've got we've got the lily, the daisy and the buttercup. And the, the lily has 3, the daisy has 55 normally and the buttercup yep. normally has 5. Yes. Are there any other flowers we've got there? Sunflower. The, the, the model of the sunflower. Which goes from one to five. One, two, three, and five. The um, the board has above it informational. I'm wondering. Mm, I'm wondering if we have to get, like, there's, like, another code somewhere that is the index of the Fibonacci sequence to use for the password. Um, it's 55. For the Fibonacci only number. number. Yeah, I double-checked it. Is. Yes. I, d- I double-checked by manually calculating it, so that's assuming my maths was correct. <laughs> Let's assume it is, otherwise it makes no sense. Yeah, I got very lucky otherwise. Can we uh, have hunt through the uh, shrubbery on either side? Of course you can. Um, any particular side you would like to start on? I'll start on the uh, right side. So the right-hand side is the largest side, so you uh, get down, you, you hop over the little uh, white picket fence and start digging through uh, through all the shrubbery. Um, lots of just leafy things. There's no, no flowers around probably at the time of year, I guess. The floor is quite damp and you, you get your your knees quite muddy um, and you, you come out back at the table because it sort of arcs around the room. Just a bit muddy and damp. And the other side? The other side, you uh, you get that it's a bit gritty, so you start to start to tear open the uh, the the knees of your trousers and um, embeds into the, the the skin of your knees. Yep. Um, but again, just um, slightly torn and, um, and and damp, you emerge. Six digits for the pen, wasn't it? It was indeed. We couldn't try eight two five one two zero, could we? Eight. So I said that again. Two five one two zero. Sure. So you um, you tap that into the lock and uh, it flashes and, and nothing happens. I'm I'm curious as yeah. to why those numbers. <laughs> Another one of my convoluted processes that never <laughs> never yet yields results. <laughs> right. So the sunflower grows in in combination one, two, three, and five. Yeah. It does. I will re- just remind you that above the board and therefore above the table. It says informational. I, I remember you saying that and emphasising it. And I, yeah, I don't <laughs> quite. It's not. It's not the code. Like it's just going to be the Fibonacci sequence. I think is what we're getting out there. But then informational just says like normally just means tourist information board. Hmm. Information. Why is that important? 
Is there anything else we haven't looked at? Uh, no, you've um, you've looked at everything. Is there anything underneath the table? No, not not particularly. Um, sort of odd stones and, and bits of dirt, but okay. nothing uh, nothing of particular interest. Is this the moment where I would say you have enough to f- solve the puzzle? You have enough to solve the puzzle. Oh. But you do have that date. Which is the beginning of the Fibonacci sequence. What was the date again? 11-23-58. No, it's not quite right. Because it's 11... No, because it's, it's 13. Go on, sorry. 11-23-58. That would be... The Fibonacci sequence is 13. Uh, what's the next one? 21-55. Uh, They're the closest Fibonacci numbers to that date. Didn't we try that? Uh, yeah, sure, let's give it a go. So, uh, 13, 21, 55. So can you can we try the code 132155? You can do indeed. You tap in 132155. The screen flashes, but slightly differently this time. It uh, blanks and nothing happens. That would suggest we're close. We're like halfway there so or do something. Do we just go to the next six? Can you just put the code in 112358? You can do indeed. You type in one one two three five eight. It flashes and nothing happens. I thought the whole puzzle was a giant troll there for a second. <laughs> we tried. That was the first sequence we tried. No, no, it wasn't. If it was, will you try the date already? Yes. It's not going to be something as mm. obtuse as put the numbers in backwards. There's got to be a hint to it somewhere. There's something in regards puzzle. to this informational bit that he keeps emphasising. Purely for informational purposes. Chris was right in that you're almost there. If you try and use the date as an index, like one, one, two, three, five, eight are separate numbers, then you get one, 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 three, five, two, one, which is an extra digit too long. This the I, the only thing I've managed to figure out is that this puzzle is restricted to the first. Well, is likely restricted to the first ten Fibonacci numbers. Hmm. Should we just try putting them in backwards? Yeah, try five five. What, five five one two three one. Yeah. You try five five one two three one, and the screen flashes, and nothing happens. Right. Okay. You said he, we mentioned it was an American date, so eleven twenty three fifty eight. Is that American? Yeah. Am I confused? Uh, yeah, it is. Isn't yeah, it? it is. So if we do twenty three, eleven, fifty eight, that means we want to do two one one three five five. You you put that in and it it flashes and nothing happens. We don't we get the the wrong response. The response of no, that's definitely wrong. So you did two one one three five five. Uh, but if we go back and enter one three two one five five, it flashes slightly differently and then blanks, as you asserted before, suggesting that perhaps you're almost there. Dear listeners, I wish I could tell you that they were almost there, but they were not. So as we um, as we approach an hour, um, <laughs> and terrible things may befall us, you notice that there's another button that, that has intercom, so you could always maybe ask for some help. I press the intercom yes. button. Hello, can I help you? Um, we've got a bit of problems with this uh, keypad getting out of this uh, biodome. Uh, can you can you help us at all? Ah, uh, check your maths. Check my maths. That was a. There's nothing wrong with my maths. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 I just don't know where I've done any maths. Literally, all I've done with the 132155 is is to pick the closest Fibonacci numbers. Wait, 13... 20. What's 13 plus 8? It is 21, isn't it? Yeah, it is 21, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And then 21 plus 13 is not... Hang on, hang on, it's not 55, is it? What is... It's 34. Yeah, the next... I've... It's 34. 
Yeah, there's 34, but I wasn't doing it in the sequence. I was doing it as the closest number to the, the date. But well, let's try it with 34. 1, 3, 2, 1, 34. So you put in 1, 3, 2, 1, 3, 3 4. 4. Yeah. The screen flashes twice and a small key drops a little yes. place. <laughs> you have found the Fibonacci. And the door opens and you can go back to the to the corridor. Thank God. You have solved my puzzle. <laughs> what, so what the hell was the relation between the date and the Fibonacci sequence? Because I did not get that. If you um, if you take the date, which was right next to the keypad, mm. you had one one two three five eight thirteen twenty one thirty four, which was the first nine uh, in the sequence of the Fibonacci sequence. Right. Okay. Sure. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, we insert the vine key, the cact key, and the Fibonacci key into the three whimsical padlocks, and we escape. Yay! <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and your favouritest podcast app. If you get a chance, please give us a rating and a bit of a review, as it really helps us to reach new ears. You can follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and glance at our gleaming mugs on Instagram. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we hope to see you again next time for another Infinite Escape Room. Ta-ta. Bye. Would, would an orgasm noise help? Unhold music credits. Local forecast, Kevin McLeod, in Competesh.com. Licensed under Creative Commons, by Attribution 3.0 License.